Oh man, I'm feeling tired for some reason. I, I, I um, started. I haven't been binge watched a show in a long time, and there's okay. this new show on Netflix. Gosh, what's it called? The Night Agent. Have you heard seen this pop up? Nope, never heard of it. When, when you look, I, it must be. It must have just come out this week because I hadn't seen it before, and it's now it's popping up. But it's about this FBI agent who is assigned to answer this emergency phone for all of the spies in the basement of the White House, and no one ever calls it. Like, he's been working the job for a year, and no one ever calls. They only call this line if there's an emergency. And so, of course, the show is about the one time someone calls, and it's an emergency, and it it's kind of a mystery spy, Jason Bourne, um, all things kind of wrapped up into one thriller. It's got some 24 vibes to it. But anyway, I was just okay. binge binge watching the heck out of it last night. And I'm normally in bed by 1030 on the weekends. No joke these days. I was up till one. So I think that's why I'm tired. I'm, I'm like, why am I feeling so tired right now? Did you say it was Netflix? It's on Netflix. Yeah. And what's the name again? It's called The Night Agent. The Night the Agent. Night Agent. Yes. Okay. I, I, it was, oh, I'm okay. sure... If you had to give it a rating, it would be rated R, you know, because it's TV, TV MA. There's a lot of F words. They're not, it's not a ton. I've definitely watched shows with way more F words. There's some violence. Thankfully, there's no nudity or anything like that. That's been refreshing. Um, a lot of those shows have a lot of that nudity to it. This one doesn't. This one's very mild when it comes to the sexual content. So if you can put up with some F words and some violence, I highly recommend okay. it. I mean, I'm having a ton of fun with it. I think I have three episodes left it's 10 episodes in the first season i don't know how they're going to make a second season it's kind of like 24 where it's really far-fetched and i loved right. that show i loved 24 but it was totally yeah. ridiculous and totally far-fetched okay yeah and actually as you were describing it when you're like someone calls this number i was like is it going to be key for sutherland <laughs> that, that was my thought um, so, yeah hmm, interesting he's too, he's too old now anyway so that's what I've been doing. Binge watching that. What <laughs> have you been gaming yet? Didn't you say you finally got some Starfield Starfield in? Yeah, finally. Um, goodness. It's been a while and, and I'll talk about that later. But oh, I did want to say you sent me late last night. You must have been, been binge watching your show. You sent me a trailer for a Fallout TV show, which I didn't even oh, know was a thing. Yeah. Right. And I think I remember hearing about it a couple of years ago, but when the trailer, when they started teasing, they were going to release the trailer. I'm like, is this a joke? I really thought it was a joke at first. Right. Well, it's interesting. There've been so many video games that they're working into TV shows now. Yeah. That it's kind of hard to keep. Like, I know there's supposed to be like a horizon zero dawn. There's a bunch of others, um, but I've just kind of lost track. And when you said that, what, yeah. What do you think of that? I oh, no, had, he's grimacing because I thought it looked cool. I had a mix of emotions. It first okay. started off, I'm like, ooh, this looks really good. And then about halfway through the trailer, I was like, I don't think I'll watch this. Really? Um, Did you ever watch it's Halo? Weird because, yes, and I like Halo, and I know okay. a lot of people didn't. I did. Okay, okay. I did. That was one that, that, was, that was a love-hate one, too. And I, and I imagine this one's going to be divisive as well. I am so, how to say this? I think I'm a harder critic of movies and TV shows than I am of video games. Mm -hmm. And 
there's just some things about it that like when they showed some of the monsters and stuff, there was some monster that when he opened up his mouth, he had it wasn't even teeth, but it just had a whole bunch of tentacles inside there. If that's I don't know what you'd call them. And I remember thinking like this works really well in a video game on a TV show. It just looks stupid. <laughs> um, and I don't know why I feel that way, why I can in one medium, like totally accept the ridiculousness, but maybe it's because TV seems more real. Yeah. Well, um, it is. You got real people and then you've got these CGI monsters. And did, was it that it looked fake that, that you didn't like the CGI didn't look good? Or was it just like this doesn't no. fit within the world of re- the realness factor? I think that's it. I was listening to a YouTube video a couple days ago where these guys were talking about has a video game ever made you feel emotional. And this one guy was just drowning on about how, you know, how he's teared up in games. And the other guy was like, I don't think I ever have. And I'm kind of Hmm. the same way. Like you listen to people that talk about the last of us. Right. And they talk about that opening couple minutes and how they were just a wreck after that. And I'm thinking like, really? Like video games don't really get me in that way. Mm-hmm. And the guy on this YouTube channel was talking about one of the Call of Duty games. And it was the one where the nukes get dropped and you're in the helicopter, it crashes and your guy crawls out and he dies. I can't yeah. remember if that was Modern Warfare 2, 3. I don't remember which one it was. Spoiler, if you haven't played that 20 year old game, <laughs> but whatever. Um, We're talking the old called, Modern Warfare. They've had yeah, three yeah, modern Modern Warfares and three old Modern Warfares. We're, it's we're Call of Duty. Old, old one. You, you, you go around and shoot people like there's whatever. <laughs> if you're really concerned about a 360 game story, sorry, wrong podcast. Um, but anyways, he was just talking about how it wrecked him for a couple of days. And I'm thinking like, oh, wow. I remember that happening and I had no emotional con- like it was cool and it was dramatic, but it had no real life emotional effect whatsoever. Neither did that scene in The Last of Us. Uh-huh. Like, it, it, huh. it just doesn't get me that way. And maybe I'm just a cold hearted person. I don't know. I think you might be because I generally consider myself one of the coldest hearted people on the planet. Cause <laughs> you might be as your response. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Seriously though. Cause nothing, nothing really moves me emotionally. And, um, I've had some moments in video games. No, not like where I was like holding back tears or anything, but I was like, that was pretty moving. That was cool. There was a moment in Spider-Man where I felt that way. Spider-Man 2. Huh. Okay. So. And, you know, it's one of those things that whenever I hear people talk about it, I'm like, okay, maybe I need to keep an eye out for this type of stuff. But it just, I don't know, maybe one of these times something will hit me in a certain way. Um, but it's, yeah, it's, I just, I disconnect when I play video games. I, I know it's not reality, even if it looks great. Like, I don't, I don't ever feel sucked into the point that I believe it's real. Whereas a TV show, you could almost make more of that connection with the person you're watching. Yeah. I don't know. That's uh, just different you, for me. You're sounding like the Grinch and it is our December episode. So his heart grew. What? How many sizes when, um, three times, right? Three times. So if we could just get your heart to grow a little somehow through some sort of video game, maybe, maybe there's hope for you too. Maybe. maybe. <laughs> well, Grinch, should we start the episode and see if it gets any more grinchier? Oh, it will. Oh, Doc, it will. <laughs> get on your bicycle. Mac, <laughs> put on your pink hoodie and high tops and let's get this thing going.
Welcome to Fit Dad Game Dad, a monthly podcast where two middle-aged Grinches encourage each other to get off their butts and reach their fitness and couch co-op. Or their <laughs> I tried to do- I tried to go off and I screwed myself up. I'll do it again. This is good. This is good. Keep going. Keep going. You got this. Welcome to Fit Dad Game Dad. Welcome to Fit Dad Game Dad, a monthly podcast where two middle-aged dads encourage each other to reach both their fitness and their couch gaming goals. I'm your host, Josh Stapleton. And with me, as always, is the star of Fox 13 News' November 15th, 2018 episode, (laughs) Brett T. Botted. Brett, do you even have a clue what I'm talking about? Wait, wait, wait. November 15th of this year? November 15th, I believe it was 2018. Let me double check the date. Oh, 2018. 2018. 2018 Fox News. I've Fox been interviewed. News. I've been in <laughs> What were you doing watching the archives of Fox News for 2018, first of all? Second of I all, Googled I have been... your name and oh. this came up. <laughs> um, I'm guessing uh, it had something to do with when I was at Magna Elementary, and it might have been Correct. when we went, we took a bunch of students on a train ride, Polar Express. No. No. Dang it. Okay. I've been interviewed was by Magna. the news a few times. Okay. It was Magna. It was the Buddy Benches. Oh, the Buddy Benches. Which they have uh, at my kids' elementary school, too, so I thought that was kind of cool. That was cool. So, that was cool. That so, yeah, that was... all that credit goes to my good friend Josh Adams, and um, he he orchestrated that whole thing. He was my assistant principal at the time, but he's a good buddy of mine. But what's funny about him is obviously you share a name with him, and so I'm always talking about Josh, Josh, Josh. My wife always stops me. Which Josh? Which Josh are you talking about? Stapleton or Adams? So you guys Just are both say great. the non-Grinch one, the non, the one that's one. not. The one that's hard is that it's cold as steel. Oh no, he's pretty grinchy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Actually, he is in he's in a play right now. That's uh, so I I know him obviously through working with him, but we also have a similar interest in theater. So we do some theater together. But have you ever heard of Desert Star Playhouse? Yes, in Murray. For those yep, of you who obviously before. are not from Utah. It's a, what do you call it? It's kind of like a, a campy theater that does shows that are um, uh, parodies of other shows. So you might have um, a parody of James Bond and it's, you know, just silly making fun of James Bond. Anyway, they have a Christmas uh, show going on right now. Where I'm going to go watch him. He's he's starring in it. And I can't remember if it's making fun of Miracle on 34th Street or something like that. But it's, it's a parody of basically all the Christmas movies. It's supposed to be really, really funny. So... He's a funny dude, but yeah, he's a big dude. He's bigger than you, Josh. He is taller oh. than you, weighs more than you, totally bald. So uh, are you sure? Sh- <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll find out in this episode. He played Shrek in one of the musicals that uh, we did together. And uh, so that's that's his stature. So I don't know what is is with me with friends named Josh who are giants, not only in their stature, but in their hearts. At least I used to think you had a big heart, Josh, no, because totally you, you're so kind, but I'm learning you're a Grinch. So that's the theme yeah. of this episode. Let's see if we can. <laughs> I had a nickel, Brett. Um, <laughs> okay. Well, Brett, it is the most wonderful time of the year. Oh, is it really? 
supposedly, <laughs> which means it's time to account for November. So let's get into our skill tree. Okay, Brett, first, yo, co-op. The co-op was to have dinner together slash finally give you your birthday gift months yes. later. How did we oh, do on that? Dang it, I should have brought my birthday gift and plugged it in, but I'm not putting it in my game room. But I got it. We had dinner together. It was delicious. I felt so bad because we showed up right on time, which is not normal for us, but it's because our, none of our kids wanted to come, so... I have to apologize publicly for that. I'm sorry my kids are an embarrassment to society and refuse to go <laughs> socialize. So, but because of that, my wife and I were on time and you and your poor family was running running late. You were at a church meeting that went super long, hadn't even started dinner. I felt so bad. I just sat on the couch and, while you cooked dinner, but it was delicious and we had a good time. Yeah, no, it's not a big deal. It happens. Um, but when we were at the church and when it was running late, I kept looking at the clock and looking over at stuff like, we got to get out of here. You know, like, <laughs> got to wrap this thing up. Um, well, and didn't someone there say something like, oh, well, the Staplesons, they can just keep waiting. And you, you kind of put the kibosh to that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No comment. No comment. <laughs> That's what I'm hearing. No comment. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. um, I, I, I was in a grinchy mood, and when they said that, I turned and looked at Steph, and I was like, no, that's no. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, I think they're trying to be, that individual is trying to be funny, and yeah. no. That was not time for jokes. That's that's a whole nother thing. Well, um, uh, gosh, it was, this is the Grinch episode, because not only is. were you in a bad mood because of that, um, I know you're not really big, well, no, I know, let's put it this way, I know you hate card games. I wasn't sure how much you liked board games, but your wife loves them. My wife loves them. And my, our yeah. wives hate video games. Well, at least mine does. Oh, and so I su- doesn't care for Yeah. Me. So I suggested a board game that we play after dinner based on a video game. And I don't know if that put you in a grinchy mood either, but you got to tell us no, a little was, bit about that. No, it was fun. So it's not that I hate every board game. We have a bunch of board games. We play board games. I'm picky about them. And I think really, cause I've thought about this probably more than I should have I'm trying to figure out what the root reason is why I love playing video games, sitting on a TV, you know, by myself playing a video game. A it's, a, I think it's a lot more immersive um, board games. I think there's something there with, we've talked before about um, ADD issues mm. when someone starts reading, a, especially the first time a list of 50 <laughs> different rules right like it's it's not it's not necessarily that i'm bored it's just my mind after about the second one is gone and even as you were going over this 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 and that it, it wasn't anything personal but like my mind just checked out and i, I always <laughs> okay. kind of figure with i always kind of figure with board games like we'll start playing i'll figure it out well i skipped over um, a bunch of the rules and said look this one i'm just when we get to it i'll explain it because yeah of that very reason. There's, there's no sense. It's not going to make sense even if you read it. So I, yeah, I think it's a combination of, of a little bit of ADD. I think it's a little bit 
probably of anxiety too. I don't know why, but sitting around in a group setting some, sometimes not all times, uh, but sometimes if I'm not comfortable, which I'm totally comfortable with you guys, but if I'm not comfortable, I don't enjoy it. And then there are other times too, that just for whatever reason, it's not even the people. I just, I don't know. It's just not as fun. Mm-hmm. Um, card games, especially I, card games to me is math homework. It's all, <laughs> I mean, Steph is excellent. That's true. At math. That's true. Yes. That's and card games to me is all just numbers. And I, it's, it's like, I'm okay. This is sorry. I'm ranting here, but it's well, like on great. Facebook when, when someone's like an apple is five points an orange is three points and a banana is 0.25 solve this equation. I'm thinking, <laughs> what? So, sorry. I'm, I don't talk to the educator here, but I'm like, what in the world is wrong with people? We're out of school. Why are we assigning <laughs> each other math problems? Why? Why for the love? It just because they learned it all through school. And they're like, I haven't used this skill. I've got to find a way to use it. And so Facebook's the only time you ever need it. Trust me, we teach some of this stuff and we're like, when are they ever going to use this again? Oh, gosh, I used to. I used to, So I, I did struggle in high school with math quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And I remember my teacher's like, you need to know this for some day. And I'm thinking like every now and then I'll think back to that. I'm like, I don't use this. <laughs> and if, if I ever did, I'd pull out a calculator. Like, yeah. Math, especially Math. I mean, if you're an engineer, obviously, or scientist well, or but something, even if, even if you're some sort of engineer building like a bridge, right. Are you really going to be pulling out a sheet of paper and a pen? And like, if you're like some <laughs> structural engineer, are you really going to be doing that problem? On I don't know. Paper? Let's get a structural engineer like, out here and find out. I sure yeah. hope not. I mean, seriously, like that would, that would deeply concern me. Well, I've seen but some bridges. Like, oh, collapse. I should have carried the one. That's that's why that bridge collapsed. I didn't carry that one. That's what it is. That's what it is. And their Sorry, fourth Brett, grade math teacher's dying. 10 minutes, 10 minutes into the show and you got me ranting and oh, raving all well, over the place. Hey, this is the Grinch episode. the game episode. was fun. I, I just want you to vent. <laughs> Good. I'm glad the game did go a little long and I mentioned it was based on a video game. It was, I picked it up when I was in, let's see, where was I? Uh, a national park somewhere. And it was, they had a little downtown area and they had, it was strange. They had this, oh, it was Jackson Hole. So Jackson Hole has quite a thriving little downtown area and they had a uh, little game store and it's called the Oregon Trail based on the <laughs> computer game from the what, 1980s little green yeah. and black computer game. If any of you have played this, you it was a school game. Uh, there's the tie in right there. You would play it in school to try and survive and, and learn a little history along the way. Anyway, it's a board game version of that. And my wife and I thought it looked fun. So we picked it up. We played it once with her and I, and we did it wrong. And we all made it to Oregon, totally alive, just fine. Nobody died. No one got sick. I'm like, this game's easy. And then we realized we pr- played it wrong. We were giving ourselves way too many resources, which, of course, people who were actual pioneers and tried to immigrate or whatever the word is across the plains to California, Oregon, or Utah, or wherever they were going, uh, they, d- they didn't have as many supplies. So when we played it with you... We did it the right way and limited the supplies, and uh, you and I didn't fare super well. Our wives did a lot better. Steph killed it. Steph got all the supplies, and there's clearly a reason why women are in charge sometimes of these kinds of things, or at least in my household, my wife is in charge of planning. We we would That's the only way we'd survive a journey like that, because I, I had us all killed. Well, I'll tell you this much. After you guys left, I turned to Steph and actually said... I'd play that again. Oh, so that, was, oh, cool. that was a good sign. So okay. there's some cool. where I'm like, nah, I'm never touching. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was fun. 
So two points there. We, we got our co-op. I really wanted to try that game again. That's what I kept telling Janine. I'm like, we need to play this the right way. And so I thought, and Stapleton's will do and it. J- and Janine made a good point that it was, I think, our first time the four of us had been together for dinner since last January, maybe? Yes. So it been a and while. I believe that was a co-op goal. That, that was, was like a first was co-op house. goal. Yeah. So yeah. moral of the story, this should be our co-op goal more often. Definitely should. Okay, well, let's get into our side quest. You want to go ahead and go first? Oh, mine is going to be so fast, my friend, because here's the deal. Uh, Last month, two months ago, I guess, October, when I reported back on our last episode, I had almost had a clean sweep of my side quests, but got zero of my main missions. We had this whole discussion about how, what the heck is the point if you're not really focusing on the main most important things that matter. And so I really leaned into my main missions and I'll get to those when we, when we're at that point in the podcast, but because I leaned in so much, I only accomplished one of my side goals. So, um, and I, and I feel okay about that. I'm not upset about that at all because of how much momentum I feel like I achieved through my main missions. So the one side goal I accomplished was cleaning out my closet. And I think the only reason I did that one and I didn't do any of the others is we've talked about this, how unfortunately we've gained some weight this year, kind of trending in the wrong direction. And I was, I kind of needed to do that as motivation. I needed to pack up all the clothes that didn't fit anymore, put them away so that I wasn't depressed seeing them. Uh, okay. and, and I'll get them back out if, if I lose weight again, if, when, I don't know, I should probably have a better, more positive attitude about this, but it helped. It helped just clearing them out. Just be like, look, this is, I'm embracing where I am right now. I can't focus on the past. I just got to focus on the future and hopefully I can get back to that. But not having that constant reminder in my face that I've just haven't done as well as I would have liked has helped motivate me. So that's the only side quest I accomplished. So I only got one measly point on my side quests but like i said i'm totally okay with that and they're only worth one point this time yes we did make that change they're only worth one um i'll go through mine kind of quickly too i didn't fare all that much better um so i'm I'm not gonna go through all of them but i will mention uh, a couple of them even a couple of the ones i didn't get one of them was like no halloween candy i did great on that for about three weeks Oh, that's pretty good. And three weeks is a long and time. And I, and then I didn't do so well. Um, so I didn't get the point there. Wait, wait. Um, did you still have Halloween candy left after three weeks? Yeah. <laughs> yeah oh, okay. <laughs> Somebody overbought on Halloween candy. Yeah. We, well, Steph and I didn't coordinate, so we both we both oh. double what we normally do. I find that's one of the um, biggest problems with eating healthy is just having accessibility to it. Okay. So one of the other things I'll mention briefly is five minutes of the spin bike average five times a week. That was one I was close on, but I didn't quite get it, especially because the last week or two, kind of basically thanks the week of Thanksgiving, I just got off track. Um, So I didn't get that one. Walk the dog two times or more a week. I did get that. Uh, Book Airbnb for Married to the Game 600. It is booked. Yes. Oh, I owe you $280. That's right. Let me Venmo you right now. That's why I'm bringing this up. <laughs> um, oh, I'm embarrassed. Um, you just, no, did, that, that you just is... did that a couple days ago, and I forgot. Yeah, yeah, Venmo yeah. you. 
Um, I was waiting to get paid on uh, Friday. Then I forgot. You're, you're fine. You're no one's paid me yet. So you're oh, fine. okay, okay. Well, I'll be the first then. Um, okay. Daily Duolingo. I set a goal to do it 27 out of the 30 days. I'm happy to say with that, I'm on like a 47 day streak. Um, Dude, yes. not only that, um, but I've got really competitive with Duolingo. So I'll tell you this quickly to the point where, cause they gamify it, they make it a game and it's really, I think it's really fun. Maybe that's dorky. But they put you in these leagues, okay? They put you up against, I don't know if it's 10, 20 people. Um, and they take your XP that you earn for doing lessons and you get a rank. Mm-hmm. Last, and if you're in the top three, you move into a harder league. Last week, I got first place in my league by quite a bit. I'm like, awesome. This next league that I bumped into is harder and there are people that are doing it more, right? Mm-hmm. And so I was in second place and the guy in first place was quite a bit ahead of me and i thought i'm not going to catch him but whatever top three i'll move on the guy in third place so i'm in second place passes me and i get a notification that i got passed so i hop on and i do another lesson i pass him then he passed me back Ah. like 20 minutes later we started leapfrogging each other oh and so i get really competitive and i'm thinking like i don't care if i stay up half the night i'm gonna destroy this person (laughs) so I did Duolingo till almost one in the morning. Oh my God. And then I woke up at seven in the morning and did it for another about hour and a half. And got about a thousand points ahead of him. Now, granted, I, I at the time I was at, I think, 2,700 points for the week. He was at 1,700 points for the week. And then the person, so I ended up, pass the two of us both passed the guy that was previously in first oh, that okay. dude was at like 1400 points so he's now in third place with 1400 points i have 2700 points so i was like oh, way far away past Aaron. <laughs> but i basically and i don't know where this guy is located he's learning english um i don't know where he's located in the world but the thought process was whenever he wakes up or whenever he opens that app again i want him to be so far behind that it breaks his will to even try to catch me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you are cruel. There, okay. Grinch sighting number eight so, for the episode. So there's that. Um, but I've been really enjoying it. And yeah, so I've been doing it every day. And actually like to the point where I've been doing more probably Duolingo than I have been gaming actually. Um, well, I was just about but, to say, I, I, you're always complaining or what I mean. This last week or month or so, you've been complaining. Complaining is the wrong word. You've just been saying you wish you had more time to game. Well, I found out where you've been using that time for, my friend. I will say, Brett, I did text you and did say that I've been I've been getting distracted. It's not oh. that I haven't had the time. I, oh. I did mention in, in one of the texts, I did say like some, yes, something did. along the lines of, you know, just being too distracted with other things. <laughs> Distracted with other things usually implies you're being productive. Well, I guess this is productive, learning another yeah, language. For but sure. To, to destroy another human being's will to <laughs> will to improve themselves. <laughs> uh, you know what? They, I think the, I think the competition still goes for a few more hours. Um, 
So yeah. they could be doing, they could be catching me right now and passing me while I'm doing this. And if they do right. kudos to them, if there's still time when I get off and I do notice it, you better believe I'll be hopping right <laughs> on it though. You, you uh, might be setting yourself up for failure though. Cause you're going to get bumped up to a harder league and you're going to have to sustain yeah. this effort. Oh no, I, I know that I'm not going to be able to get first place in every league I'm in. And the other thing too is I don't want to do it at the cost of learning because there's I'm definitely learning by doing it a lot, but mm-hmm. there's some stuff where I think if I wasn't so focused on the XP, I'd slow down and review a few times instead of just moving on. Yeah. Um, you don't get credit yeah, for like reviewing I'm, then? You don't get points for reviewing? You um, do new content? You, you, there are reviews you do that you'll get points for, yes. But I'm just saying like there's some things where I'm like, oh, maybe I should stop and like Google look up something or, you know. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. Or even just like stare at the word for a minute and like try and sink it into my brain. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, it's been fun. I've been enjoying it. Um, Okay. Let's get into our gaming fitness. Before we do. Before we do. I, I I did want to say one thing about my side quest that I forgot to say. Oh, yes. Because you you said you were really close on the spin bike. And that's what reminded me. Yeah. I, I thought I was closer on three of my goals. Three of my goals were things like to intermittent fast 80% of the time, to eat an apple 80% of the days, and to drink 80 ounces of water 70% of the days. I was really focusing on those side quests. And I actually feel better because I I did those things a lot more than I have all year. But when I did the math, I was shocked that I was only at about 50 or 60% of the days. Because I was sure, I was like, oh, I'm... I bet I, I bet I'm getting 70, 80%. I bet I'm really close. And I wasn't as close as I thought I was. But so I didn't give myself any points. But I, I just had to mention that I have noticed a difference between, even though it's only been about 50, 60% of the days, drinking that much water. And so it is something I'm going to continue to do. It's not a goal of mine, but I'd noticed a difference. So I'm glad I did it, even though I didn't get the points. I could definitely feel a difference in my energy level. Nice. Good job. Yeah. Okay. Now we go on. Sorry. Sorry. Just wanted to say that because I wanted to put a plug in for drinking water. You know. Okay. Drink your water. Drink your water. All right. (laughs) Drink your Ovaltine. Um, Oh my gosh! There's a throwback. (laughs) Make sure you drink your Ovaltine. Ovaltine. Okay. Would you like, (laughs) Grandma? Would you like to jump into your gaming, fitness, and eating goals, please? And sure. Yes. These are the ones I did really well on. So sorry. Now I can't find them. My gaming goal was to only play Spider-Man 2 in my game room. Now I played, I told you I beat, finally, Little Nightmares 2. Now I did that on my Switch in my bed when I wasn't didn't feel like coming up into my game room. So, uh, and that was fun because I wanted to beat that back in October. And so to finally beat that this month, that felt good. And I uh, beat Spider-Man 2. And I didn't play anything else until that was over. As soon as that ended, I really debated what to do next, and I downloaded that old Baldur's Gate 3, which is so out of my comfort zone. I don't know a thing about Dungeons and Dragons. I've never really played a hardcore, I'm calling this a hardcore RPG. I've played the action RPGs, things like Mass Effect and you know Assassin's Creed, had, the newer ones have some RPG elements to it. But nothing like this. This this really is hardcore RPG. So um, I'm liking it, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> That's a conversation for I another love day. Burgundy. 
yeah. <laughs> that's, but I loved Spider-Man 2. It was almost my game of the year. I don't want to say my game of the year yet. We'll, we'll do that at our uh, mid-December podcast because we are going to do a mid-December or, or maybe near the end of December, but before January to talk about our games of the year and our goals of the year. Anyway, so I got two points for that. My other one was to exercise three times a week. I barely did that. I mean, I squeaked it out on the last day. I got my last exercise in three times a week. But the month before, I might have exercised once a once a week. So to get three a week felt really good. And then my last goal was to log my food every day, no matter what, which I did. Now, some days I didn't quite finish the log, but I made sure I went back the next day and put the things in I hadn't entered. So every item I ate yeah. for the month, yeah, is in there. And Do it was really... Do you feel like it helped? It, here's how it helped. It helped me realize, kind of like the water situation I was talking about a minute ago, I thought I was doing better than I was with the water. Well, I thought I was doing better with eating than I was. When I started tracking it, I was like, oh, no wonder I'm not making the progress I wanted. I... I eat this or that or over on calories or too much fat or too many treats or whatever it may be. I'm just realizing that, man, I, I it's way worse than I thought it was. So it's I think it's going to help in the long run. It didn't help this month necessarily other than get me back in the habit and make me realize kind of like a slap in the face, you know, kind of woke me up to, hey, man, th- this is not this is not. A healthy way to live. It's really not. You're you're binge eating on too many things, and you're eating too many sugars, and um, and your your portion sizes are out of control. Just all kinds of things. So, I guess you can say it helped. It time will tell, but I think I think it's going to help if that makes sense. Because I'm going to build on that. You know, you you definitely had had a good month with what's important, and so yeah, great job there. Um. I'll go over mine. Um, so 20 hours of Starfield was my gaming goal. I'm giving myself one point here because we're still doing half points on, on the main stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know exactly how many hours, so I'll tell you this. I've been tracking it through the Xbox app. Mm-hmm. If you go on your actual Xbox and look at the hours, I think it tracks all the time that it's not necessarily all the time that it's in standby mode, but I think anytime it's paused or whatever, cause it tells me a totally massive number on there for my hours hmm. something like five days played a starfield i haven't played five days of starfield <laughs> okay um so I, I just don't trust that now the app i had been trusting it wouldn't always update right away sometimes it was even like a week late mm-hmm. uh, i noticed last month but it did update now this last month i played and i played and that number didn't change and then finally one day it updated and it updated by eight minutes after I'd played hours of oh, gameplay. Dang. Um, yeah. So, so I don't know what the deal is. I will say this. I listened back to the previous episode and I'd already played about 10 hours that month and my goal was 20 hours. Um, I might've got it. I don't think I did though, because uh, I mentioned at the, <laughs> well, yeah, I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast that I hadn't gamed in a while. I played, Starfield um, yesterday and the day before, but the day before. So today's Sunday. That would have been Friday night. I think Friday night was the first time I had played in 12 days, which for me was a a long break. Oh, yeah. 
um combination of thanksgiving of yeah christmas shopping uh duolingo watching survivor with my wife um kids breaking their arms yeah breaking yeah yes so (laughs) it's just a a bunch of different reasons there have definitely been times where i could have snuck in sometimes and you know i was either just feeling too tired or too distracted Mm -hmm. so I'm giving myself one point. I think I probably was in like the 15 to 17 hour range. If I'm you, making my yeah. best guess, you were probably really um, close, but I, I think that's fair because I know you wanted the game more. That was the point of setting 20 hours going 12 days. without yeah. playing doesn't feel like, but yeah, when you don't play for 12 days, it's like, it's hard yeah. to hit that number. At least for me, it is. Cause I don't play in really long stretches. Mm-hmm. Um, my fitness goal, 20 minutes of active time, five days a week. I got close. Uh, if it wasn't for the week of Thanksgiving, I, I would have hit this. Um, I was once again doing really well for most of the month. And then I just didn't do well. Um, I don't really have any great excuse. I just kind of fell off track and that sucks, but it happened. Um, same with eating goal, um, was to log in Sander calories 80% of the time. The week of Thanksgiving didn't do well. And that ruined that. Um, so, you know, it wasn't a horrible month, but it wasn't the month I wanted it to be either. Um, and that's kind of been a little bit of the last couple of months for me where it's, it's been this up and down and I'm really just trying to figure out a way to be more consistent. Well, we Um, talked about, and that makes, we're both feeling that for sure. But one thing we mentioned is the reason we wanted so bad this month to be better than it ended up being is because these are the two traditionally really hard months to do anything right. well. So so here's a question for you. If you take out the October and September and kind of the ups and downs and isolate November and compare how you did, because you said you had three good weeks, you know, and then you kind of fell off at the end. Compare that to last November or the November to four. Do you feel like this November in isolation was better? Oh, for sure. And See, I, then feel I think like that's a huge win. It, I mean, yes, yes. Um, here's the thing. So I've been thinking about this a lot because I feel like, and we'll talk about this more like in, in the year in review, but I feel like the first six months of the year on the whole, there were some missteps, but on the whole, I felt like I did really good. Mm-hmm. These last six months or so, I feel like I've been really inconsistent mm-hmm. and I feel like I haven't. I haven't necessarily lost a ton of progress. Mm-hmm. I've lost some, but I really haven't been making much in the way of gains. I've kind of just been treading water. Mm-hmm. And this podcast has helped me to not just totally give up because there is that, um, you know, it's just always easier just to quit, right? Yeah, and to there's still accountability. Struggling you still have to report fighting. back every month. Um, even if, mm-hmm. But I'm definitely in a better spot than I was this time last year and this year as a whole has been better than last year quite a bit um so on the whole like yeah things are positive and i'm trying not to beat myself up too much too much but also like i'm like i gotta start actually making some progress and not allowing myself to get off track like it's one thing if you have a bad day right like Mm -hmm. the day that my son broke his arm um that night I hadn't ate anything in hours and hours and hours. And, um, my wife was like, Hey, I'm just going to go through a drive through. What do you want? And 
at that point. I was like, I didn't know everything care. on the menu. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Give me everything. <laughs> like, I'm stressed and I'm starving. Right. Um, and so like things like that, like, yeah, like maybe that's not the end of the world. Um, but I definitely need to, you know, try and even when there are those things that happen, those things that kind of throw you off, like maybe not like let it totally derail you. Right. Yeah. So, so there's yeah. what, what, what I hear you saying is something that I've reflected on is I'm thinking about the whole year is I've definitely had a, I don't want to say a better year than last year because that was the best year I had in a long time, but it's definitely the, in the top two years of the last 10 years. And, but more, more, more of, of what I'm realizing is, is what I hear. I think I hear you saying is we know we can do better. We know yes. we can do better. We're not doing yeah. bad, and the podcast has helped, but we can do better. Yes, for sure. Um, yeah, and I look at the progress that I've made over the course of the year, and it's like, yeah, I've made progress. It's just frustrating when most of it was made in the first half, and then since then, it's kind of just been been a little bit of a roller coaster. Um, so yeah, there's that. Uh, okay. So I'll let you review where we stand with our points, because if there's one thing that's going to motivate me, Brett, it's a fact that, <laughs> that I've been beating your butt most of the year. And yeah. now you have yeah. the lead the last two months. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So let's talk about that. In a nutshell, Josh has been ahead pretty much the whole podcast. I think we got, I got as far as behind as four levels once, but pretty much I've been two levels behind. Well, last month was the first time I passed you, but it was only by one level, which we've learned, I've learned, because I've been on the losing end most of the time, that it's really easy to fall behind two levels. One level is really, really close. That's just a couple points. You can you can make that up super quick. So coming into this episode, being ahead of you by only one level, I thought, oh, Josh is going to catch up and he's going to pass me, no, no problem, especially because I didn't get any of my side quests. And I think that I think you would have passed me if side quests had still been worth two points. Um, but because they weren't and because I did all of my main quests, I nudged ahead by one more level. So I'm now two levels ahead of you. So as of right now, I'm level 33 and you're level 31. But we have a mini game coming up. If I win, it doesn't give me enough points to go up a level just because it's every five points is a level. So I'd still be at 33 if I win. If you win, it will get you back to level 32 or bump you up to 32. And then you'll still only be one level behind, which is, like I said a second ago, so easy to close the gap of one level. And even closing the gap of two levels is possible. It's really going to come down to this last month. It really, really is. So, uh, but you are behind and that's the, that's the competitive mode where it's going to kick in. Brett, I'm going to treat this the same way that I treat Ezekiel and Duolingo, the guy that I <laughs> wanted to destroy. You are by Ezekiel um, learning English, and here I am learning French, and I'm like, mm, must yeah. must destroy, must destroy. So yep. uh, let's lighten the mood, and let's jump into this very critical minigame. Okay, Brett, I'll let you introduce the minigame. 
this is something similar to what we've tried before. We have guessed the the value of old video games, and we have guessed the value of or the number of calories. And we were looking for something kind of Christmas holiday themed, and I came up with this, uh, which is just a, another take on the value based games. And I said, why don't we pick three toys? that we actually got for Christmas when we were kids and see how much they are worth today if someone's selling them on eBay and then we have to guess the cost and be within 20% of the average sell price on eBay for uh, to get the point. And so you just mentioned you're, you're going to try and kill me because you're the Grinch and I'm, uh, I'm the, uh, the who's and you need the points to to only be one level behind. And I think this game really suits your abilities. You are the eBay master. So I, yeah, I think you do have an advantage going I don't into this do, game. But I, don't, but I don't really sell toys. So, mm, But you're on eBay a lot. Knowledge base, and, and you look I at yard am. sale stuff. And people, I'm sure, in these yard sale things are finding valuable toys. And I'm not saying... Oh, he's got the he's got the crisp paper. Got, I'm not saying any my of my toys are valuable or not. They're, because they're things I got. I wasn't necessarily yeah. trying to find valuable versus non-valuable. I just picked three toys that I remember and, getting. And I will caveat mine. I'll caveat mine with this. Mm-hmm. Um, I will give you kind of a description of the um, condition that I was looking at of the items. Oh, yeah. Some of them that can really. Yes. Vary. Yes. Um, I, I and yeah. and I did my best. I to since condition varies to look at multiple sold comps to get the I'll say estimated trending value it's not 100% accurate so there's one of them that I think you might be pretty knowledgeable about and if you say mm. Josh that number's crap I will listen to your <laughs> argument okay um, cuz I'm trying right. I'm trying I'm trying to even though I wanted to show you I'm trying to be fair with this um and there's one that you for sure I think I'm not saying it's lobbing a softball your way, uh, but yeah. that you would be more knowledgeable than I would. I don't think any of these are softballs because neither of us really know the value of old toys. They, they could be all yeah. over the place. When I was looking up mine, mine were all over the place. And so I did like what you did is I narrowed the search down and tried to find ones that were in similar condition. And all of mine are 100% complete in good condition, but they're used. So none of because okay. new went for a lot lot more so mine are used but mine complete. mine are complete but like not with like the box like yeah complete as far as like not missing parts if it's that's what mine are too multiple parts okay because if if you're saying like complete with the box you're no. just making that price skyrocket yeah yeah no mine mine don't have the box okay brett do you want to kick this off and give us the first item sure okay um. All right, for mine go in order. So I picked a toy that I had when I was, I don't want to say a toddler, but like early grade school, maybe even like preschool, kindergarten. And then I have one okay. more grade school, and then I have one more like junior high. Yeah, probably junior high era. Okay, so the first one was the Castle Grace School. Skull, excuse me. And I love the tagline on, on the box. And it doesn't come with a box, but I saw one of the He-Man. pictures. If from He-Man, but it says the fortress of mystery and power for He-Man and his foes. I was He-Man. 
really into He-Man, but I don't remember it. My mom tells me how much I was into it. I have very vague memories of it. I look at the pictures and I see all this He-Man stuff I had. Um, but I honestly, it was literally when I was a toddler, I was just obs- apparently obsessed with this. So it's this cool, yeah, like and, four level I mean, castle and it 80s. closes. Yeah, it's early eighties. It closes and opens think, and it's got different, you I know, throne and cause I too was very much into He-Man, but like you, uh-huh. I was a little kid. Yeah. Um, and we're saying good condition. Yeah. I mean, like, is it like. It's big, big, man. It's like it's, classic. It's very big. It, it has like opens up right in the middle, right? Yeah. It opens think, in the middle. I think I did have this. Okay. And we said we have to be within 20%. Is that yeah. the ratio yeah. we said? Okay. I'm going to guess probably because of rarity. I'm going to say $110. Okay. It, it's, it was 243 was the average i looked at three yeah i was shocked the actual one in box for new was like ridiculous um so yeah i was totally shocked to see that it was that much you know i'm not shocked because old toys can be really expensive Um, and there have been a couple uh my first one is one that i've thought about buying before back just to throw it on the shelf for nostalgia purposes yes um, but yeah, my, old my, toys can be pricey. My dad had this moon landing toy that he kept from his childhood. And he grew up when, you know, uh, Neil Armstrong, Buzz Aldrin and all that landed on the moon. So it was this whole toy of the moon landing. And it had these different platforms of springs that would pop out of moon craters and different things. And I remember him telling me, I I took such good care of my toys. Don't you break them. I cherished my toys. You know, he grew up. You know, uh, after the depression, his his parents had that right. mentality. They survived the depression, so just everything was precious. Um, I remember playing that with that as a kid, but man, I would love to look that up and see how much that was worth today. I bet that sucker is worth a fortune. Yeah, gosh. Um, my uncle used to put baseball cards in the spokes of his bicycle. <laughs> yeah. And I'm pretty sure he said like he remembers putting like a Mickey Mantle card in there oh, and geez. like just cuz at the time they were worthless. You know, sure, they didn't sure. Yeah. they didn't view these things as collectibles and Yeah. Yeah, I think if we if we had all the stuff from when we were children and we had them like in pristine condition, it'd be but you play with stuff, right? Like Yeah. It's oh just yeah. The way it goes. Okay. So, I'll go ahead with my first one. Mine is a Gen 1, so the original Optimus Prime toy. So it's about a Ooh. foot long. Okay. It's it's a semi truck that then you can open it up and turn uh-huh. him into Optimus Prime. Um okay. I had this as a kid, loved it. Um yeah, so the who, Gen who, who 1 didn't, Optimus yeah. Prime. Who didn't love that? Okay, question. Does it have batteries? Does it do any sound effects or anything like that? Nope. No, nothing. Just transform. Just nothing. plastic. Okay. Just, just plastic. Yep. Okay. So because of that, I'm gonna say I'm gonna go a little less on this one, be, even though it's Gen One. There's been so many iterations of Optimus Prime, and and just kind of same with you. I was yeah. looking at good condition, yeah. like stuff that I would yeah. actually buy. Like if it's trashed, yeah. that's not one that I was considering. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go not pristine, but good condition. Right. I'm going to go 60 bucks. $100. 
Hundred dollars. Okay, I should have gotten a little higher. Okay, very good. And this is oh, mine are without shipping. Most of them charge more for shipping. I just left the shipping cost yep. out. Yep. Okay, so next one for me, I had to throw in a Lego one. You knew I had to do it. So <laughs> this one was the Lego Town. Was very popular before Lego started franchising like they do now. They've got Marvels and Harry Potter and all these things. They still had themes. So they had their construction theme and their town theme and their night oh and the night theme, the like Middle Ages. I was really into that. But I really liked the town. I had like a, a Boeing type airplane and a shopping mall, or I can't remember what I had. But my favorite thing I had was the space shuttle launch from the town. It was one of the first space shuttles, and it wasn't NASA licensed yet. So it didn't quite look like a NASA space shuttle, but it was pretty close. Later on, they actually have, and I have it downstairs, the actual NASA. Is this the one that they one. reference in the Lego movie? It, I think it is. I really, I'd have to go back and watch that movie, but I think it might be the okay. one they reference. Yep. Okay, and how big is it, like, approximately? It's, I know it's not great for yeah. podcasts, even if you kind of, like, give me a It's got a little here. launching, it's got a little launching pad about as big as the base of my MacBook here, a little smaller, and it's got okay. a little scaffold, and the shuttle itself is a, maybe eight nine inches long okay. i'm gonna say in what year do you think it was from approximately i'm pretty sure it was like 1990 91 1991 i'm gonna say 320 dollars it was only 83 dollars Woo. okay yeah yeah you were well, way I'm off not doing well <laughs> <laughs> so what i and i didn't know this you know as big as a fan i am with with legos the the licensed stuff tends to sell for a lot more and the more intricate stuff. is just not that intricate. Okay. So anyway, sorry for my friend. Well, funny you mentioned Legos because ah. my number two is also Lego <laughs> and mine is the 1993 Lego pirate ship. So that oh. was the big one. Yes. That this is the, the, uh, the Barra, Barracuda. Is that what it's, I think it's, it's a called? Sh- the, I can't pronounce it. Schooner. Oh, the schooner. Okay. Um, so it was the big one at the time. It was, I mean, I'm, I'm putting my hands up. If you're watching the video one, it was probably, yeah. I don't know, over a foot long, maybe even 18 inches. Yeah. Um, but I had, it, I had, I had a had pirate ship. And, and at the time, at the time it was like over a hundred dollars. It was yeah. one, one of the more expensive, legos at the time because i remember i wasn't expecting it and it was a santa gift that kind of shocked me yeah yeah i'm gonna say 220 dollars um that was shown up closer around 400 oh dang and that was that dang. was one i was i was that's that's where when i was saying earlier that if there's one you wanted to fight me on because yeah, i did yeah. look at multiple sold listings and there were some that were 500 and over but i was looking yeah. at ones that had all the pieces um didn't have the box the yeah. box ones were like 700 but it was crazy expensive um yeah. so that's that that also explains why i guessed so high on your well, lego is because and it explains why i guessed so low on your lego yeah. because mine was so yeah. low interesting yeah. okay um okay this is my last one <laughs> I, I the first two came to me right away i was like oh yeah he-Man, Legos, boom, boom, boom. 
the last yeah. one. And then I realized I had a theme going. Like I said earlier, I realized I had really early age, preschool, preschool age kind of, and then grade school. And so I thought, okay, okay. I don't really have an idea for this last one. Let's, let's, what did I want in my teens? And I'm thinking, thinking, thinking. And I thought of this one that you would think was funny. I re I remember I wanted so bad a carousel CD changer, five disc changer. Yes. Yeah. Now I had a component yes. stereo system, which most of my friends didn't. Most of my friends had a little boom box, right? But my dad was an audiophile and he was one of the first guys on the block that had a CD player. And so he wanted to make sure I had good sound system. And so he bought me components. So I had a receiver and a equalizer and a tape deck and a, and a phono player and just, and, you know, you could swap out different components to upgrade your system. So I had a CD player, but I wanted to upgrade to the five disc carousel so I could listen to more mm. than one CD at once. Now, there yeah. were so many different brands, Josh. So what I did is I, I typed in Sony because I do remember I, I wanted a Sony yep. one. And, and there was more than some of them had seven disc changers and nine disc changers. So I made sure it was five disc, mid 90s, 95, 96. And to be fair, Sony was pro probably not like the highest tier, but it's probably the most uh -huh. common inside yeah, consumers' yeah. homes, I would, I would guess. Yeah, there were a lot of Sonys around that age. So there you go. Five disc CD changer. Okay. Uh, that is hard because uh. the five disc changer was a big deal, but... Vintage electronics can go either way. It can be total junk that no one wants. <laughs> exactly. Or it could be super expensive. Like that is that is a really, really hard one because I've picked up a couple boom boxes over the last few years of yard sailing. And some mm -hmm. of them did okay. Mm -hmm. And I remember testing one out and just being blown away by how good it sounded. Um, but mm. the five disc changer, that was like, yeah, that was you were really into music if you had one of those. Um, oh yeah kids kids today with spotify will never know the struggle never um, know the struggle no gosh. way gosh okay two hundred dollars oh i really wanted you to get this one it was only 75 dollars ah. oh. Yeah. oh i wanted okay. you to get this one so bad oh i'm sorry man well this okay. is a hard well, game because we're not giving each other like ranges right we're just coming up with yeah. random numbers okay so, so my the score is zero round. zero <laughs> no <laughs> You're like, Josh, this game will suit you well. <laughs> okay. My last one is a Tonka Wrestling Buddy Ultimate. Oh, yes. So these were like basically the big plush pillow type stuffed, kind of like a stuffed animal, but it was a wrestling figure. It was the Ultimate yeah. Warrior. I will say the ones, because I've, I've looked at these. Um yeah. And the ones that I would buy would have to be free of tears yeah, okay. um, and free of, you know, a stain bigger than a nickel. I'd be out. Yeah, um, sure. So I was looking at ones that were kind of meeting those criteria. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's all six. There are a lot. You can find ones that are in bad shape for sure. Yeah. Oh, man. I can't even imagine. I don't, I don't even know where to start. I don't know where to start. Low, medium, high on this. I'm going to just throw out... You know what? I'm going to throw out the same number as the Sony carousel because I am clueless. I'm going to throw out 75 bucks. Brett, 70. 
You got yeah. it. You son of a gun. <laughs> oh, man. I was kind of hoping I would get it wrong so it would come down to rock, paper, now, scissors. And that's that's why I did mention like the nickel size because they're, if you really want to get one that's like pristine shape, they're almost impossible to find. But that really oh, jumps yeah. up the price. Um, and I have thought about getting them getting one before like once again to throw on the shelf or whatever because i did have it as a kid um but yeah i don't know if 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 it had any sort of defect if that would just drive me insane which it probably would so it probably yeah stuff like that because that can soil and damage really easily that was just that was a total guess man total there's actually a company that's kind of it's not Tonka. There have been a, actually a couple of companies over the years that have made some similar ones. But yeah, there's a company now that's trying to um, kind of bring those things back. Not not the exact same. Uh, mm-hmm. They have to make it different. But yeah, uh, mm-hmm. I've watched a couple YouTubers, you know, buying back childhood toys type thing. It's been kind of fun <laughs> to see. That's cool. That's cool. Well, thanks for playing. Sorry. Bye. You know, it's funny. The beginning of the year i was killing you on the mini games and yeah i think you've won the last handful like i haven't gone back and actually checked but you've definitely yeah. won a lot more than i have over the last few months so well i think i've to... i honestly i think i've won three and so you've won nine so don't don't worry about me catching you anytime <laughs> soon <laughs> well it's, it's not helping me though with with the uh <laughs> the gap in our in our total score though so yeah that's okay. You're still only two levels behind. That that did not bump me up a level. So the the going into the final month, I'm level thirty three. You're level thirty one. Here we go. Here we go. It's the it's the playoff. But time. you're closer to thirty four than you would have been. I would. I'm a little closer. I am not any, and I'm not any closer to thirty two. So yeah, you're. Yeah. It definitely helps. Okay. Well, Brett, scoot over. Uh, it's time to make room on the couch because it is our couch co-op time nice. um, okay so let's I'm excited make this, <laughs> let's make this quick and simple yeah. um for couch co-op we want to do some gaming and one of the things we talked about um, in the pre-show with one another is just the fact that how much fun it is, especially over the holidays. Oh yeah. To just hop online oh. with some friends and just hang out. And it's hard. It's hard to find that time. It's hard for us to find time to do it. Just the yeah. two of us. Um, but we set a date and we set a time and we're going to try and stick to this. That date, December 30th. Okay, so the day before New Year's Eve, eight o'clock Mountain Standard Time. So that's ten o'clock Eastern, nine Central, and what would that be? Seven Pacific. Seven Pacific. If you're outside of those time zones, I don't know. Look it up. Um, but if you want to play with us, okay, I think we're going to try and play Overwatch Two, which I have not played Overwatch Two at all. Um, Neither I have I. Overwatch One, but it's a free game. Um, so we wanted to find something that would be easily accessible. And we are putting this out there. If you want to join us, join us. Uh, I think we'll be playing on PS5, but I don't know if Overwatch, if you can play across, like if you could have someone playing on Xbox and someone playing on PlayStation. I'm not positive. We Um, we need to look that up. But I will will be playing on PS5. I'm assuming you will be as well. 
I could, I have mm-hmm. both. And so if you if there's no crossplay, obviously I'll be on PS5. If there is crossplay, well, I'll do whatever. We'll do whatever it works best. Yeah. But we just want to get together. Whoever wants to play, it might just be the two of us. It might be four or five people. I don't know. Mm-hmm. We're um, one of the things I mentioned was when Star Wars Battlefield, Battlefront. I think I'm getting that right, or, on PS4 when that is it Battlefield? I think it's Battlefront. Battlefront, yes. I got it right behind me. I can Star, check. Star Wars Battle. I know I have it back there somewhere too. <laughs> when I think it is Battlefront. When Star Wars Battlefront came out, just how much fun it was that there were a couple nights where we had it was mostly people from the married to the games community got together and just played. It was just a blast just hanging out. Um, even if it's only, you know, if you can hop in for 20, 30 minutes, if you can hop in for an hour, whatever it is, um, I think that'll it'll be a fun time just to get together and, and kind of have a, yeah. a, as Sean Capri would say, a sweet hang. <laughs> so, I haven't had a sweet hang in a long time. I'm really looking I forward to rarely, this. I rarely play online games. My kids have been raving about Fortnite because I guess they barely brought back the old stuff and then it just went away last night andrew my oldest son had a bunch of friends over playing it on the final night and i guess the servers were all bogged down and and he Mm. was asking me today because the new season he wanted to try it out there was like a queue of like two hours oh my gosh yeah he said to me he's like is this does this kind of stuff happen to you and i said i don't really play online games that much so i mean like (laughs) oh that'd be so frustrating a couple things but um, Overwatch two has been out for a little while now. That shouldn't be an issue, but yeah, come, mm-hmm. come join us on the 30th of this month of December at eight o'clock mountain standard time and message us, hit us up. If you want to, I'm not on Twitter anymore. I know you are. Um, but if you want to reach out to us, feel free and we can exchange Wait. gamer tags. If you'd like, <sighs> this might be a good time, Josh. Uh, we've talked a lot about going into next season. This is the, I don't want to say it's the last episode of our season because we have a mid-December one. But um, when we report back on all these goals, it'll be January 2024. It'll be a, a year of our podcast. And this whole co-op section is just, I have failed miserably this year. <laughs> and so my New Year's resolution is to get more engaged with other people, uh, you know, have, have more sweet hangs. Whether that's just chatting or sharing our goals or playing online, we're down for all of that. We're, we're totally down for all of that. And I want to make that a bigger priority. So one thing we had mentioned is maybe getting a Discord up and running. Because for me, if we're going to do something like this and be more interactive online, I can't be all over the place. I can't be on Instagram and Facebook and X, Twitter, whatever it's threads, whatever we got going these days. Just because of my schedule, I'm so busy. I really would only have time to focus on one place. And it seems to me that the best place um, for this kind of community would be a Discord. Uh, so we, so maybe, Josh, I get that up and running. We actually have a Discord, but it's not. No one's monitoring. Oh, we do? <laughs> yeah. Well, when we first set up. <laughs> well, what I mean by that is when. When we first created an email for our podcast, I signed up for Discord. That's okay. it. That's as far as I got. Oh, so good to I, know. I don't know if we shared it with anyone. Anyway, what would, how would you feel about that? I, I don't know, know if we of... shared it with co-hosts. Or... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I made, hey, I made a spreadsheet of all the passwords. Of course of you all did. All the sites. Of course I did. And it's on there. So go check your spreadsheet. Anyway, community. I made a spreadsheet, period. 
Brett Bond. That's going to be on your tombstone someday. I made spreadsheets. <laughs> For I fun. <laughs> I love it. Anyway, so there might be a Discord coming soon, and then we can, you know, okay. coordinate the um, December 30th play date at that time. Or that, no, that's that that's that's channel. a good idea. I will say, if you're like me, I felt overwhelmed with all the different social medias. Um, oh yeah, and so I don't really do a great job on keeping up with them. And so I've kind of transitioned whatever time I have that I used to scroll Twitter or whatever um, over to Discord. I'm mostly in the Married to the Games Discord, and I'm not in there a ton. Like there are definitely people that are way more active than I am. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's kind of been it's it's a great way if if you're just looking to talk not just gaming like we talk about life, but if you're looking for like minded people and you yes. don't want to deal with all the other, we'll say fluff um, mm-hmm. that I was going to say riffraffs. Yeah, that comes with a lot of these other social media platforms and you don't have to mess with that. So um, right. so in that case, I've really enjoyed discord and, and I'm in a few discords not just the married to the games one but that's yeah. probably the one that you know that i interact the most with we say we say good morning to each other in the morning and hey cool and uh yeah it's nice okay well i like that um yeah so the co-op 12 30 december 30th or 30 12 depending if you're not in the united states and probably do it right <laughs> um but yeah we will uh, hope to see more than just the two of us there. But even if it's the two of us, we'll have fun. Oh, we'll have um, fun. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, Brett, it is time for the grind. Let's dive into our side quests. I will go first on this one because I'm going to be fast. Um, I have four for this month and I'm trying to mostly make them like we talked about last month, mostly uh, related to our uh, main goals um, and not be as random, but there's still room for some random. Uh, So the first one is to log daily in the lose it app. I haven't been logging lately. A lot of times I've been tracking in my head and, and even though I'm s- still doing well, I always do better when I log it. So log daily. Um, next one also related to this is this includes you. You don't have to do anything, but okay. I'm going to text you every day with my calorie count. Oh, I have to do something. Um, I have to block you so I don't have to read that every day. That's, that's right. what I have to do. Just kidding. No, right. I love it when you do but, this. Uh, I love it because I want to be a support. I, yeah. And I need that. Um, and I, when, when I'm accountable, I do better. And it's one thing to have this monthly podcast, but it's real easy three weeks after we record to lose track of things. Um, but if I'm having to text you every day, uh, that just kind of helps me more. Uh, also along the lines with this, with my health and fitness goals, one of the things that I talked about earlier, how I've kind of. I don't want to say like hardcore struggling because it's not like I've totally fallen off. Like I'm still trying to fight the good fight. I'm still trying to do it. I'm just not being consistent Uh and I can have three good weeks and then have a bad week. And the problem is it only takes one really bad week to negate three good weeks. That's true. And they are not equal. 
one no, good not at all. Especially the older you get, like yeah, like it's not at all. Um, so I've been trying to think of what are some things that I can do to try and get over this hump. And you know, we we've been open about trying to have a faith aspect to things. And so my side quest goal that I have is to have a daily prayer. And I said five times a week because sometimes I forget. Uh, just focusing on to help me with that individual day with my health goals. Um, so I, that's a simple great one. enough, but yeah, I just simple, want but to, very powerful. I want to, yeah. I want to make it kind of start off my day and, and make it more of a focus with, with my prayer. Um, just cause I, I've been struggling as just a, um, flawed human to make those next steps. I'm like, all right, you know, let's incorporate a little prayer and, and see if, if that helps. Uh, last one, nothing to do with previous three. <laughs> uh, this is my random one. This is your random is one. I, All right. I have a Red Dead Redemption sign that you saw when you're over here at the house and Xbox 360 sign. I've had both of them for a couple months now. I want to get them hung somewhere here behind me. So that is my one random side quest goal. So Brett, they, they were cool when I was at your house. Yeah. When it, uh, so, yes, thank you. Before you flip it to me, um, I saw these two signs where you, you think you're going to hang them and they're going to look good in, I, in the spots you have. I, but I'll be curious because you had a couple ideas about where you want to put them. So send me a pic and yeah. we'll we'll see what you finally ended up with. Um, I noticed you only did four side quests. Now, we talked about next year limiting side quests to four a month. And uh, we're not quite ready to announce that. We're, we're toying around with that idea. Because... <laughs> yes, you announced it. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we're not ready to announce what i just announced okay go no no it. no. what i mean is i don't know if it's going to be official i we're, we're okay uh, we thought well would that help us what we're trying to do is help us focus on those main goals more and for me yeah. i'd been so distracted the last couple of months by s miles of side quests that really didn't move my fitness or health in in any direction at all right. so i said to you i said hey i'm gonna since we've been talking about maybe doing this, I'm going to test it out in December and see if I like it. So I wrote, I thought I wrote four side quests, but I'm looking here. I see four. There's four written. We'll get to that in just a second. But you also wrote four. Uh, this is, this is me testing this out. You're behind on points. You have my permission. I want you to know this. We haven't officially started this. If you want to add more side quests, you can. Now is your chance. You know, points are great. But in the same spirit of keeping us on track and keeping us focused, I like the idea of these are four that I can remember. And I think sometimes when you have like eight or 10, it's easy to be like, crap, what were they? And then I have to open yes. this back up and look at them. And, you know, I, I want them to be mostly incorporated with my health. So I'm good with this. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Just you've had your you've had your opportunity. Opportunity was knocking, and now it is closed. So <laughs> we both, well, like I said, we both thought we wrote four. I'm going to go number four to one, four, three, two, one, because my fourth side quest says, put Josh in my will. <laughs> That's that a really good a one. one. <laughs> That's, well, there's nothing in my will that, of value, except maybe my gaming <laughs> collection. And really, I don't have a will. And so I guess I must have only written three goals, but thank you for filling in that fourth one for me. That's, you know, that it's sounds... funny. 
we were putting these in at the same time. And you know how on Google Docs, it can show the cell that you're working in, right? When you have yeah, a shared uh-huh. document. And I saw that you had three and I didn't see you put in a fourth. And I had three at the time uh-huh. and it took me a minute to come up with the fourth. So I just was putting that in. I put it in the pre-show just seeing if you would notice it. And I don't think yeah. you did. Nope, so, nope. Just noticed that? it right now. So that's a good one. But I'm okay. going to go ahead and take the same opportunity I gave you to modify my list and hit the delete button. And the fourth one I'm going there to do goes. is the water one. Since this since this was really helping me last month, I'm just going to take the same goal I had last month, but actually try to accomplish it, which was um, drinking 60 ounces of water 80% of the days. I think it was 64 ounces. I'll double check how much it was, but anyway, 80% of the days drinking the water. Okay, and then three, um, Ruby wants for Christmas her room painted. And I know you love painting rooms. <laughs> maybe I'll, oh, maybe my, I. if I don't finish this, maybe I'll have this be a co op goal. Come help me finish this. <laughs> a uh, January co op goal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> help. I started and this is, anyway, I um, took Ruby to Home Depot yesterday and she picked out a blue. So I told Janine, she's like, Did you buy the paint? I'm like, No, no, no. We just got the colors because I wanted her to come actually see him in the room and see which one she liked. And I said, wouldn't it be funny if we wrapped up a gallon of paint and gave it to her for Christmas? So that's what we're going to do. So I'm going to go nice. back and get her a gallon of paint. And then my second one is um, I started a book for work and I got really far in it. And then I got, uh, I got far enough that I was able to use some of that information for a training opportunity, but I just stopped reading it. And I'm like, Come on. It's kind of like a, it's, I, I get the same feeling when I game. Like if you get really far through a game and then maybe you've had a lot of fun with it, but you're like, it's not like really pulling at you. It's tempting to move on to another game or in this case, another book. No, I, I like to see things through. So I'm going to finish this book. That's my second goal. And my first goal is a weird one. Not weird is maybe the wrong word, but, um, my biggest problem, man, is treats right now. Didn't used to be a problem, but I am eating treats almost daily. And so I'm cutting this down. I'm giving myself four days to eat treats. And by treats, I'm talking a piece of cake, a piece of pie, uh, a bowl of ice cream. Um, I haven't decided yet on candy bars. I need your help. Because if I do eat candy, Josh, it's usually just no more than one or two little fun sizes. I'm thinking of including that in this goal and, and excluding candy as well. I'll, I'll say this. Okay. Whatever, whatever you feel is right. Go with, um, uh-huh. when I, even when I'm doing well with watching what I eat, mm-hmm. I still will allow myself to have a little bit of sugar, whether yeah. it's like you said, like a small little, you know, maybe something around a hundred calories yeah, uh, yeah, of a sweet, just because now I know like a dietitian probably won't agree with me and that's fine. Um, just to keep you from going crazy. Now the yeah. hard thing with that is to make sure that it's only that one little thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know whatever you feel best. Cause the cold Turkey thing for me doesn't, tend to lead to good results for me. Right, right, right. One thing that has worked for me 
in the past was I would allow myself to have two Dove Promises, and they're about 40 calories, 40 to 50 calories each. And they're very satisfying because I just let them dissolve on my tongue, and so they actually stay in my mouth a long time um, versus... Like I like peanut M and M's too, and boy, I can pop through a bag of those in a heartbeat, yeah. and they're much higher in calories because they have the nuts in them as well. I like the peanut ones. Okay, so here's what I'm gonna do: I'm gonna allow myself to have the Dove, the Dove chocolates, two of those a day. I don't think, that, and I do the dark chocolates, so I do feel like that might be a teeny bit better. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so. The four days when I'm going to allow myself to have a, a, a larger treat, and I, I still want to keep it in control. I don't want to go nuts and have two pieces of cake or three pieces of pie. One, okay, on these days. I have one piece of cake, one piece of pie. And that would be Ruby's birthday, which is December 9th, so this Saturday. Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, and New Year's Eve. That's it. That is my attempt to try and limit my sugars. Okay. No, that sounds good. Okay. Well, Brett, I think we each have some good side quests and Mm -hmm. not a laundry list, which is great too. Mm -hmm. Uh, So let's hopefully that transitions well into our main mission. So let's get into that. Uh, gaming goal. I'll go first. Mine is simply to beat Starfield. So last month, last two months, I think I put a time limit of how much I wanted to get on it. And I listened back to last month's podcast. And last month when we recorded, I had completed five of the main, five out of 19 main missions. Last night I checked and I am on either the 12th or the 13th of 19 main missions. So I've kind of got to the point where when I was first playing, I was doing a lot of grinding, a lot of leveling up where now I'm kind of more, um, kind of doing the main mission part of it. It's not that I'm not liking the game as much. I'm loving the game, but I'm also kind of, kind of getting to the point where there have been so much that's come out where I'm kind of itching to play something else too. Mm -hmm. So I'm hoping that I beat it this month. Now, if I don't, if I don't reach my gaming goal, not the end of the world. Like I told you on a previous episode that there are side quests on this game that can take a really long time. So if I'm enjoying it and if I hit a great side quest, I don't care. Like it's not the end of the world if I don't get this. Um, but I would like to run credits this month. Um, yeah. If that makes sense, I would like to. That would be cool. Just I, I, I hope you do it just because there are so many good games. And there's a couple that I know are on your docket that I've played that I'd love to talk to you about. I don't know if you'll pick one of those because you usually tend to squirrel around. <laughs> yeah, and oh gosh, and I, and I kind of, I kind of have already been thinking about what will be next, and even that has been changes minute by minute. And there are a couple um, that I'm considering that would be kind of wild cards too that wouldn't mm-hmm. be something you'd probably even think of. So it doesn't surprise me one bit. You never know. All right. All right. Well, um, my gaming goal is connected to my yearly gaming goal. My yearly gaming goal was to play all the Assassin's Creed games. And at the mid-year review in June or July, whenever we did that, I was only two Assassin's Creed games away. 
Rogue and uh, well, Mirage. And Mirage hadn't Mirage. even come out yet. Yeah. So now, I didn't at the beginning of the year think that I wanted to play the Assassin's Creed VR game. But I do think I want to play that. But I'm because I didn't include that in my original list, I'm not going to count that against me for my year yearly goal. But I, this yearly goal is achievable. But um, in order to do it, um, I would have to put Baldur's Gate 3 on hold. So I'm... My worry is if I put Baldur's Gate 3 on hold, I'll never go back to it. It's not the kind of game that draws you back in. I'm either going to play it right now or I'm never going to play it. So I'm debating. Do I get my Assassin's Creed goal or not? Well, to while I'm trying to decide, because I'm still on the fence, here's what I decided to do. Last month, I had a lot of success with playing Spider-Man 2 in the game room and Little Nightmares in bed on the Switch. So I decided to pick up Assassin's Creed Rogue on Switch. And actually, I didn't pick it up. You picked it up. So thank you, my friend. I found a cartridge for 15 bucks. I didn't want to spend a lot. And it was up in your neck of the woods. So you very generously picked that up for me. So as soon as I get that, that is my gaming goal. Get that game done. And then I'll have to make the decision, okay, do I go with Mirage or with Baldur's Gate? Anyway, it's going to be a tough decision. I'm just here thinking for, <laughs> I'm just thinking in my mind how I'm behind in points and how I have possession of the game you want for oh! a gaming goal. <laughs> oh, shoot. Um, my, my, okay, Grinch sighting number nine right there. <laughs> he steals all the presents. That's right. That's right. You might not ever get it. Um, okay, let's get into our fitness goal. Um, mine, so... You know, I've had goals where it's like 20 minutes on the treadmill or walking the dog. And this is kind of just a blending of both uh, is just to get 9,000 steps on average five times a week. Um, if I'm doing that, it means I'm probably either getting on the treadmill or I'm walking the dog or both. Um, and it just gets me moving. But there have been some days where, you know, having that time limit might be a little bit hard, even, even 20 minutes. I know that sounds ridiculous, but sometimes it's hard to find it. Yeah. Um, so 9,000 steps on average, five times a week, actually, right before we started recording the podcast, I hopped on the treadmill. I'm like, okay, I gotta, you know, gotta make this a priority. Um, but yeah, kind of simple. Um, but yeah, if I'm doing it, I will feel, um, accomplished for, for hitting that. that that's a ton. Uh, my daily step goal is like, a little over 7,000 and I pretty much do that every day, but it's rare. I get nine or 10,000, maybe once or twice a week. So for you to do that five times a week, that would be super impressive. My exercise goal is to just continue what I did last month and add a very small element. I didn't want to go crazy and add too much because it was really difficult to exercise three days a week. And, um, I just have a lot, lost some momentum with that exercise. So I'm going to do the three days a week again. It worked really well for me to do Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays. For some reason, my brain just worked better to motivate me on those days because Mondays, I'm like, Ugh, first day back to work. I don't want to exercise this day. Uh, Wednesdays are a long day because I usually have a lot of meetings. Anyway, long story short. So I was like, how do I add to that, though? How do I add? I got to build something. Well, our poor dog is just so fat. <laughs> he's 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 a true bodden. 
Um, so I took him for a walk last week, just last week on Monday and Wednesday on the days that I didn't exercise. And I'm like, why can't I do this every Monday and Wednesday? It's not that big a deal. I just go around the block. I'm not going far. And so, but it, and it just helps me get a few more steps in. Just helps me get a little more movement in. And so that's what I'm going to do. Just the three days a week, I'm shooting for Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. If I miss one of those, I can do a Friday or a Sunday. Um, but on the other two days, walking the dog. Nice. I think that's a really good goal. Um, okay. My eating goal, and I've kind of been debating if I should modify this or not because it's kind of got two tiers to it. Um, I think I'm going to stick with it though. And here's what it right. is, is to meal plan dinner 50% of the days okay. and then to stay under calories 70%, which is less than a lot of times I do 80, mm-hmm. um, 70% excluding Christmas Eve and Christmas day. And I okay. know also new year's Eve falls, um, falls on the calendar, but if that's going to be my cheat day, then I need to make sure that, that I've been doing well the other days. Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, like I already know I'm not going to do well. Oh, me like, too. Every yeah. every Christmas Eve, we we make pizzas. That's our tradition. If I eat pizza, I'm not going to be under calories. <laughs> um, you know, everyone has their own right traditions, and a lot of them deal with food. Uh, so I just, I don't know. I, I don't want to set myself up where it's like those have to be part of my thing, and then I feel like I, yeah, know, yeah. then you the can't have thing. allowances on other days because you just know those days so, are out no matter what. Yeah. So anyways, the meal planning though, 50% of time, I do find that I do better, a lot better with, with my eating goals. If there's a plan, because a lot of times when I meal plan, I'm not an adventurous eater, as you know. Um, and so I kind of know there's certain things, you know, lots of chicken, lots of protein, lots of veggies. And I tend to like to make extras, I will eat leftovers for days. So if I can meal plan half the days uh, for dinners, then I'll have leftovers for lunches and, Mm. and I think things will just go well. So that is my eating goal. Okay. That's a good one. That, I, I, that connection to the leftovers extends it from 50% to even more. So it's really, and that's why it's at 50%. Yeah. 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 Okay. Mine, like I said, I logged calories every single day for the first time in months. So I wanted to build upon that, and I want to keep doing that. But yeah, yeah, if you're gonna log your calories, you gotta at some point start trying to be under those calories or hitting your goal. And to me, there's two ways to do that. There's a weekly goal, and there's a daily goal. The daily goals are a lot harder, in my opinion. Um, and so I'm gonna try the weekly goal. But because it's the holidays and crazy, and because I was not under calories on any of the weeks last month. I'm going to do two, I want to be under calories two of the four weeks. That seems a reasonable next step for me. I, I, I thought about doing three, but like you with, with Christmas being in there, that week's already just out, you know, so that really only leaves three weeks. And so I'd pretty much have to be perfect in December and that's just not going to happen. So two out of the four weeks under calories for the week. Yeah, I actually think that's a really good goal. And here, here's kind of what I'm hoping. I, I hope we can make it through December. December is a yeah. hard time. Yeah. January is a time when everyone resets their goals. It's when we started our podcast. Yep. Um, so I, I kind of feel like if we can just 
even if we hobble through December, but if we can hit <laughs> these goals, even if it's yeah. just barely, if we hit these goals, that'll give us a lot of moment, momentum for when, so much when momentum. January comes around and everyone's already kind of in that mindset of, Hey, let's, let's get things going. So yeah, yeah I, I think two out of the four weeks is, is great. Yeah. Cool. I think I, I think I'm with you. Even if we're hobbling across the finish line, we're going to be better off setting ourselves up for success because we're pushing ourselves. We're not just giving up. We're not just like, okay, this is the month. Everyone gives up. They're just, they just exit off their calendar and say, I'll just start again in January. What we're saying is, look, there's some days in here. There's some times in here. It's going to be hard. We are going to start with renewed focus in January, but we're going to, we're going to try something in December. We're going to make some movement here, some growth. Yeah. Yeah. Totally agree. Well, I'll say this, Brett in life, there are glass Joes and King Hippos. You don't have to be either. Set your goals, get going, and come along with us as we strive to be both fit dads and game dads. Until next time, we will see you later. You should have said, in life there are Grinches and Who's. Oh, dang it. Okay, so we record the whole episode. Start over. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool.